0: Tonight. Hello and welcome to McKnight Tonight. It's been a while since our last episode, but our next guest will make the wait worthwhile. She's been a staple of our screens for 40 years. Over 30 of those appearing daily on one of the world's biggest soaps. From the bold and the beautiful to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here... Catherine Kelly Lang does it all, and she doesn't mind having a bit of fun along the way. Catherine Kelly Lang, welcome to McKnight tonight. Oh, thank you. I like the sound of that. Yes, it's got a very (laughs) fabulous jingle. Um, Mm. It has been so long since I last saw you, but what I'm amazed about is you're here as part of selling your caftans on TVSN. This is your fifth anniversary doing that.
1: Yes. That's amazing Five isn't it? Years on TVSN. It is amazing. We didn't know what to expect when we came here but it's a wonderful company and mm. we love Judy who we- Heads the show <laughs> she runs a, a good company here. And so you're not just
0: saying that because she she's knew. sitting here next to us.
1: I would say that <laughs> anyway. I mean, really, but a you big were. part of why we're here is because of Judy. You yeah. know, and it, she's the heart and soul of the company. But it's it's, it's funny you, you mentioned Judy.
0: But you are a very genuine person, and oh, uh, it's you. because of TVSN I got to know you through Studio Ten. Yes, and uh, got to work closely with yourself and Dom, your partner. And uh, one of the things. I've always believed about you guys is there is a genuineness to you. You know, you guys are very down to earth and very giving. And I think that probably stands the testament of why you've survived in the industry so long.
1: I like hearing that. It's very nice. It is a compliment. And we want to be that way. And Mm. we feel like we are that way. And I think it's really important for everybody to try to be like that, Mm. you know, because it is genuine and it's, You're not trying to be something else or somebody else or, you know, um, we just are. We're we're people, just like everybody, Yes, but
0: uh, I've dealt with a lot of celebrities in my time and you guys were definitely the easiest to live with, to to deal with. Um, I I don't know how many American celebrities would willingly get pancake batter poured over their head like you did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. You know, I'm always up for a, a... an interesting day like that, so yeah, you are. <laughs> I've never had pancake batter poured <laughs> on me, so you you know and, you got to do that at least once. Right? Probably
0: will never again. Right. Um, but that's the thing. When you came on the studio, onto Studio 10, one of the first things Dom said to me is, "Kelly is up for anything." You know, she she will give it a go. And I probably took too much advantage of that, to be honest. You know, um, I don't know if uh, there's something I've been meaning to. Come clean about. And I I don't, I can't remember if I've actually told you this, but remember your birthday cake that came out? Yes. And Craig Bennett brought it out and he fell over.
1: Yes, and he did that on purpose. Yeah. I knew it! I <laughs> told him to Look, do it. I know bad acting when I see it,
0: okay? <laughs> I, just before no we-
1: offense to Craig. <laughs> it's just that I knew that was not authentic. Like, he dropped that cake on
0: purpose. Totally <laughs> dropped it on purpose because so, I said to
1: him. But I felt bad for Dom. He's like, I had that especially made. No,
0: but I knew good. I knew Dom did, but I, I and I, I, I felt I could say yeah. this to Dom because I knew Dom would appreciate good television. Yeah, and yeah. I was actually in Craig's earpiece and I said, oh, Craig, the, the show needs a little bit of something. You know what? If you fall over as you come out, that's going to make great television. That's a that's a clip. He said, Oh, I don't I don't know if I can do that to Dom. And I said, Dom won't mind. Dom won't mind. Try to make it look real. And I said, If you do it, Craig. It'll go in the opener.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it did. And he did it. Yeah, he did. It was a very dramatic fall. Yes. And he went, he committed. He committed. And he went all the way. (laughs) (laughs) So funny.
0: Now, uh, tell me what you think is the key to survival in the television industry.
1: Definitely a lot of hard work. Mm. Perseverance. Mm. Wanting to do 100%, you know, all the time or more, 110%, always showing up when you're supposed to and always being prepared. Really, it's, and yeah, there's got to be some talent in there too, but that's not everything, you know, Mm. you have to have some talent, but then you have to have a really good work ethic as well
0: well especially in a show like bold and the beautiful where you're you're getting through scenes very very fast you don't have time for people to have temper tantrums
1: no in fact they don't last long Mm. if if people come on the show and they're hard to work with they won't be there for long you have to be easy to work with Mm -hmm. you have to be really hardworking. you have to be able to work well as a team and get the job done. And, you know, we do two shows a day yes. on that show. So, and we work really fast. And most of the time it's just one take and we got to keep moving. And yes. there's no time to dilly dally or, like you said, have a temper tantrum or. You know. Well,
0: it was amazing. When the cast of The Bottom and Beautiful came out for the Sydney shows, I had the. Um Uh, pleasure and thrill of meeting everyone and i couldn't believe what a down-to-earth cast it was you know you would think on a big american soap opera everyone would be i'll be in my trailer or something like that but it wasn't like um, that at all
1: yeah and i think that you know brad is the Mm. head writer and producer of the show brad bell so It all stems from that. You know, he's always wanted like a family atmosphere, Mm. very close, very cohesive, and and just everybody working well together. So I think... That's where all that stems mm. from, and everybody is really down to earth and really good people. Yeah, so they are. We're lucky.
0: Um, along the years, have there been any issues you've experienced on the show? You said people haven't lasted long. Is, has that just been because of their attitude to the show?
1: I mean, I'm not thinking of anybody no, in particular, but I <laughs> or wouldn't say if I did. But no, you're um, too nice for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I just know how we work. Mm. I mean, there's just no time. To waste Yes. With anything, you know. Mm. So um, it's just all – everybody's got to come in and be really serious about, you know, get hair and makeup, do your blocking with the director, rehearse with the actor, get ready, prepared for the scenes, and you're just out there waiting mm. when they call your name. So uh, it's just – yeah.
0: What was a fun thing about those Sydney shows, and I'm sure you had a hand in it, was David Robinson getting to play the priest yeah. for the marriage. That was such a moment <sighs> yeah, for him. that was and,
1: amazing. Yeah. And he was so good. He and was, he had a lot he? to
0: say. He, he had, had so thought, many lines. He, he thought a- he actually, out of all of Channel Ten's talent that came on and did appearances, he had the most lines out of anyone. And he we we're all like, How did Robbo get this? And I went, Catherine Kelly Lane
1: It's nice. It's nice. I'll take a little bit of credit there. But you know, it's Born and Beautiful loves Australia, yes. and we love the people here and be able to work with all of you. Mm. You know, it's been wonderful. Angela Bishop as yes. well, a beautiful, beautiful fun. woman. Yeah, super sweet, and Robo, of course. So he's just so he's so funny. He's so funny, but and I have a lo- a great time on Studio Ten. Mm. It's fun.
0: Well, it's the kind of show that um, plays to your personality because. <laughs> Uh, it, it's funny, the first time you came on, and it, it was subsequent visits, which was why it was great that you had this relationship with TVSN, because when you would come out with TVSN, we would get to be able to put you on Studio 10. Yes. And we got to know you more and more, which is why I think one of the last times I had you on the show, I poured pancake batter <laughs> over your head, because we knew we could, you mm, know. Yeah. Um, and the thing that um, always came to me was there was such a reverence in the building. I, the first time you came, people were queuing up outside from within the building, publicists and all that kind of thing were queuing up to see you. And that, there was this air of, oh, my God, Catherine Kelly Lang is in the building. And then to meet you and meet such a down-to-earth person, it was, you know, the two almost didn't gel together. <laughs> Does that make sense? Well,
1: it's so weird to me because i I don't ever look at myself like, I'm, I don't know. You separate
0: I, yourself from the I Catherine just, Kelly Lang yeah, actress and Kelly. I feel, I feel like
1: Kelly. a normal person, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I am, I mean, but it's, mm. but when people say, I guess it's weird, like coming from being in LA, everybody's in the industry. Yes. So it's just like, everybody's just like normal walking around. And I think going to a different um, country where they're not used to that, Maybe they put you up more Absolutely. on a, a pedestal yep. or something. I don't know. But I never feel like that. Like I don't feel like that's the kind of person that I am. So Yeah, I, it's funny know.
0: seeing you talking about it. You almost seemed embarrassed I am by embarrassed the idea.
1: Because <laughs> I'm really a down to earth person and really and I uh, and my mom is sitting uh, right I here. I know. I was about to say and your say, mom is I say a here. lot has to do with, you know, how I was raised and yeah, as a child and growing up and mostly with my mom. She's like the most incredible person. And I'm not just saying this because she's sitting right there. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just like we're talking about Judy. But um, yeah, so I learned a lot of that from her, you know, and we mm. have... Uh, Our showbiz family goes back for four generations. Is that right? Grandpa was a famous cinematographer. He got 18 nominations and won Academy Award. Wow. He was incredible, worked in the industry for such a long time, did mostly black and white, Mm -hmm. was known to shoot all the famous, beautiful, fabulous women, like... um, he did some like it hot so marilyn monroe uh elizabeth taylor audrey hepburn you know all those the greats yeah so he was known to make the women look beautiful and he did like all his films were incredible so he was he's probably the best cinematographer ever
0: wow i have to say
1: and then my mom is an actress and uh for quite a while and then i meant actress and then my son played my son on the show for four years and he's also an editor so he's and and how was that when he was appearing on the show daily well he wasn't daily because you know whenever they have little kids they don't want them daily but he would appear you know he'd be either sleeping in his crib or he he would be (laughs) in the scenes with us but um it was fun because he was there with me anyway in the yeah. dressing room,
0: right. you know,
1: and then to have him, he actually made a lot of money in his bank account. So he was able to use that later on. That's so That was awesome. really nice, but he, he it was nerve wracking at first because you don't want, you know, if they start crying or fussing, you get nervous because you yourself have to remember your lines, mm. but then you're worried about your baby. And he worked on the show till he was four. And then it was kind of like they aged him up till age eight or something. <laughs> so, a sudden growth yeah. spurt. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of his uh, acting career, but but it was fun. It was
0: and fun. and it's the second time your mum's been out to Australia, but we were just talking about the fact it's been 25 years since she was last here.
1: Yeah, it's a long um, time.
0: Did, what, what brought her out the first time? Was that just a holiday or was she working?
1: I'd have to ask her. A holiday? <laughs> Well, she's, um, a lot of why I got interested in fashion, mm-hmm. besides my design partner coming to me years ago and saying, let's do something together, Tony Moon, who lives here. She's Australian. But ah. Yeah, it's my design partner for the caftans. I did not Australian. know that.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. So there's yeah. a strong Australian connection. Yeah. Mm.
1: But I learn all my fashion like, and my, what I liked and everything, my style from my mom. Right. And she's had stores for more than 40 years, clothing stores.
0: Okay. So now the pieces are starting yeah. to come together because <laughs> um, I guess you could have a successful acting career like you've got, although, of course, in this industry you don't take anything for granted. But it's interesting you've developed this side business that seems to be exploding. I see pictures of you guys in Italy. Mm -hmm. with the caftans and you you're from what i understand when you come here in tvsn it it goes through the roof and australians really seem to be connecting with the product
1: well it's amazing a caftan this is a great atmosphere great place for caftans Mm. you know you got the beaches you got the sun you have the incredible weather all year long it's Mm. kind of like what we have in los angeles and uh, women love caftans here and then also for the versatile sizing which is really amazing And it works really well here with the weather, the sizing, the style, just always feeling like you're on holiday, <laughs> you know. And a lot of people do go on holidays. They go yeah. on the cruises or they live by the beach or they're always walking on the beach. And so it just suits that. It suits this atmosphere here.
0: And is that what drew you to caftans as the fashion product you wanted to push?
1: No, I fell in love with the, like, the 60s clothing. So the big billowy skirts, the big blouses, that whole kind of caftan loose fabric style you know blowing in the wind i as a kid i just loved that style right and my mom would wear that style too you know she was in the 60s kind of a hippie and, <laughs> you know so I, I got to experience all that. i was just that. looking
0: at her reaction to being called a hippie there yeah. but she seemed okay I, with it yeah
1: would you say you were a hippie
0: yeah oh, of course yeah <laughs> <saying> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was fabulous. It
1: was fabulous. So I fell in love with that style when I was a kid and always loved it. So when Tony, my design partner, came to me and said, let's do something, it took about two years to decide what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And then I finally decided. So that's just
0: not putting your name on anything. That seems like a really thought... St- you're yeah. thinking it through. You're
1: right. I was like, I don't want to do anything unless it's really coming from somewhere, yeah. like inside of me of, mm-hmm. who, of who I am, you know, another part of me, an extension. Um, so it has to mean something. So we just thought about it and would talk over things for, but really it took about two years to kind of decide. And then I realized, well, if we do anything, I'm going to do Caftans. Right. great. Because first of all, it's really versatile with the sizing; mm-hmm. everybody can wear. You can dress them up, dress them down. You know, a lot of pretty prints. There's always something to change and make it new, and and um, and that's the style I liked ever since I was a little kid. You know, the the, the fat silk. So there's an authenticity to it. Yeah. So it came from somewhere. Mm. <laughs> right. Uh, it meant something to me.
0: Well, that which is fantastic. Uh, let me ask you two questions about the good and bad of television. What is the best thing that's happened to you in the industry? What's the worst?
1: Um, the best thing is probably being able to work mm-hmm. in something I love to do yep. for this long. So maybe one of the best things was to get the bold and the beautiful because I also love really Yeah, that. And at the time, we had no idea. Mm. You know, at the time, it was just like, do I want to do a soap opera? You know, in my mind, I just wanted to do films. Right. You know, star in in movies. And so when I had this opportunity, I'm like, well, I can't really pass it up. Mm. So I had to, I I signed the contract, but it scared me because I thought, four years, that's a long time. (laughs) You know, when I finish, I'm going to be, oh, I'm going to be out to pasture. (laughs) 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 It's funny what you think about when you're young, you know. but but I just thought I'm going to miss all my opportunities of doing movies but I still I signed the contract did the show and then I kept resigning you know and especially when I had kids mm. I just needed the stability and, and kept resigning and and now it's like the best thing I ever did because I was able to really hone in on my craft and then also just act every mm. day which I love to do and I love drama so it's mostly drama and then also, it, it became a worldwide phenomenon. Absolutely. So then it opened up all these opportunities for other things to do, whether other movies. We, we, I do movies in Italy and around the world. I think I'm going to do a TV show possibly in Greece coming oh, up. Oh, really? I'm not going to say anything bit for sizzle sure there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a little hint of what's happening. And then um, we're still always on Bold and Beautiful. But, and then do our, you know, travel around and do the fashion, which is so exciting. So there's other; it's opened up Mm. other things and opportunities. And my life is so full, I couldn't imagine it in any other way.
0: Well, that's the interesting thing about The Bold and the Beautiful. You talk about the fact that they shoot two episodes a day. But is it something like, and you'll have to correct me on this, you shoot for three weeks and then get a week off or something?
1: Yeah, so we shoot for three weeks. That's why we do like two episodes a day. And sometimes we have Mondays off. Most Mm -hmm. Mondays we have off. So we have a long weekend. And then we have a week off every month. That week off, we're either here for TBSN or we're in Italy for you know a movie or other things that we do over there, fashion that we do over there. So Italy and here must be your two biggest places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fabulous.
0: <laughs> now, the worst thing about television, or the worst thing that's happened to you in the industry.
1: I don't I don't even know if I can answer that
0: well that's a fantastic position to yeah. be in because there are ups and downs yeah, this industry is a roller coaster yeah. you know um, and and sometimes bad things happen to you and you go and you're devastated about it but then it leads you to a place you never expected and it's amazing and I
1: just feel that because I've had the long run on the bold and Beautiful like 30 going on 33 years that I've been really lucky as an actress. Even we've been able to work through the writers' strikes. Yes. Because they oh. hired ghost writers. We never stopped. I mean, we never. So I've been working constantly. So I think if I so had... So
0: sorry, Bolton the Beautiful continued yeah. during the writer's oh, strike. Yeah. I See, oh, yeah. I didn't Nobody think about that. Nobody else was
1: working in Hollywood and we were working because they just hired ghost writers. Amazing. For six months. And both times there was a couple of writer's strikes and we just kept working, yeah. It was amazing.
0: That is amazing.
1: But... Um, I didn't have, and up until then, from the time I was seventeen when I did my first film till I got Bold and Beautiful, I was had ups and downs. Yes, because I would do a TV show and then I lymph off that money (laughs) and then when i ran out of money i'd have to go work in a restaurant (laughs) and then a week later i'd get another acting job so then i'd quit my restaurant job i mean it was hysterical it was like just like (laughs) what's gonna happen next you had no idea you know so it's just kind of you're just winging it so up until i got the bold and the beautiful i was like Didn't really know what was happening most of the time, just trying to struggle and get by and and doing. So you've really done the hard yards.
0: You've done the the being at the restaurant, waitressing, and all that kind of stuff. So that does that help your you being grounded? I I know I don't mean to keep harping on on this, but as I say, I've met a few celebrities over my time, and the what you and Dom bring to anything you do is a naturalness and a can-do attitude. If I can put it in that term, you know, I actually really admire you guys and what you do. And that's why I keep coming back to that. It's it, it seems to be the grounding of who you are as people.
1: Well, we both like to work really hard. Mm. <laughs> so we are workaholics and, and we're also just there's no time for being strange
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're all a bit (laughs) strange let's be honest okay being strange is okay
1: but you know having an attitude is not okay i just i just don't i i don't put up with that myself i just think it's ridiculous so um yeah that's just who we are
0: well look thank you very much for being on mcknight tonight it is it has been such a pleasure to see you again (laughs) and i wish you you the very best of luck and uh when are you back in australia when are you back on tvsn November.
1: Okay. Last week. Last November. Week November. <laughs> so the last week of
0: November, we will be keeping an eye out. Okay. And uh, we'll be buying more of those fabulous caftans because, Aww. you know, you deserve every success.
1: You're so sweet. Oh, Thank please. you.
0: Please. Keep fun. going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for that. Fun, insightful interviews from a watch, the producer, with nothing to